0: Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here. And we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I want to help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Hey friend, welcome to the show. I am so excited to do today's episode as I am. A month and a half, sort of, behind. I'll explain to you. But over the last couple of years, as the Lord has taken me on a journey and has put some incredible people and resources in my path to uncover God's calendar, the calendar that we read throughout scripture when it says, in the second month of, and we read about Adar and all these months that we don't hear of, right? We go by January, February, March, right? We go by the Gregorian calendar, but God has a calendar and it's in his word. And when I had a mentor of mine use some of his timing to show me what was going on in my life and led me to some resources, And then I just kept reading God's word and uncovering it myself. I was blown away. If you've been listening to the podcast since it started and or you've been in our Facebook community, Seek First CEO, you've probably heard me share some of these things. And so I've been doing this over the last year and I decided this last year I was going to go ahead and do podcast episodes every month. All that to say we are wrapping up and I'm going to pass the torch back to the experts who like this is their mission. I am so excited and I'm so blessed that somebody opened my eyes to this and I have been so loving hearing so many of your revelations to hear this and what God's speaking to you in his timing with that being said like this isn't my calling and my mandate and my mission however I wanted to make sure that you got your eyes were open and so like always I'm going to link some resources below from my favorite resources who have just I've loved their things I've loved their books I love their journals their calendars their videos their teachings um, some of them have Facebook communities like there's just so there is a there's there are people who this is like this is their thing. And so, again, it's not mine, and I feel like there started to be this pressure that I had to know it all and and share it all, and the Lord just removed that pressure from me. I don't know who needs to hear this today, but there is no pressure in his calling on your life. There's no pressure. There is positioning, but there's no pressure. And so when you start to feel the pressure of it, something's off. All that to say, I can't leave you hanging. I've got to go ahead and wrap up the last month that I didn't do, which is Shabbat. And then I have got to, not I don't have to, I get to, right? There's there's me catching myself even in my my own words. I get to share with you this last month of Adar, the month of Adar that we're in. And actually, crazy enough, because this is a Shabbat year and we have a leap year In our calendar, we add a day to that month, but in God's calendar, we actually do the month of Adar twice, so I haven't really missed it because we're going to do Adar again, so I'm going to share with you a real quick um, recap of what the month of Shavat was, which that actually started in January, and it went into February, and then the month of Adar, which started in February, and it actually happens twice on our Gregorian calendar, so I hope you're ready. I hope you're excited. I hope God brings you some sort of fresh revelation to his calendar and what he is doing in the world because sometimes we don't see it. We don't hear it. We're kind of in our own world, in our own time, in our own agenda, but God has his agenda and I just pray that his, your eyes and your ears and your heart is open to see some of that. So, all right. So the month of Shabbat, which I missed, I did not do an episode on that. It is the month of, actually, so from my research, I see that Shabbat doesn't, there, the meaning is unknown, exactly what it means. But there is a holiday that is celebrated in that month, and it's called the New Year of Trees. And so I feel, I feel like that's so interesting. So all throughout scripture, you probably have re- read and heard, we are like oaks of righteousness. And he talks about trees and, you know, a tree planted by the water. And so there's a correlation there that we can connect with. Uh, but this, this holiday that is celebrated, the, the New Year of Trees, I can't help but think about that. Like the trees are like the silent giants out in the forest and outside. I'm looking outside right in my window right now and I see a bunch of trees. They're pretty quiet. And I don't know about you, but January like 2022 started off really wonky for me. I've shared that in previous episodes that the new year started crazy. I feel like it was the enemy was mad because I created a, a Bible in a year reading plan. And so many of you are reading that plan and you're you're diving into God's word and he's like, ah, I'm going to go after her. Uh, but thankfully, I wear the armor of God and I knew it and I just fought it the best way that I could and God brought me out of it. But I thought about that, how the trees are kind of silent in some of the fight right in the winter like they don't make noises they don't really do anything they're just there and I felt very much like a tree and it was just such a cool way for God to show me yes I am planting you and I'm making your roots deep because when the storms come and when the different seasons come the deeper the roots the more the the whatever it is the tree it's going to stand and so I believe that the month of Shavat was such kind of a quiet month for me, but it's all about sewing, sewing, and preparing for what is coming. Um, I love what I'm um, reading through some of the healing in the Hebrew months just going back over like what God's teaching us in that but it's a season of building expectancy and faith for blessings to come if you have been following me for any amount of time you know that God speaks to me all through crazy different ways um, and he he's always speaking to us in in awesome ways and it's so fun to see it and one of those was he used 222. In 2020, so I have been actually very much anticipating 2022 because God used 222 several years ago to speak to me about his promises. And uh, I believe this is a year full of his promises coming to fruition and coming to pass. And so I just believe that for you, and I'm expected and excited. I've got the the faith for you to believe that as well. And so let's just take a look a little bit more about the month of Shabbat. Like I said, I feel like it was kind of this quiet month, but it was this month of like a silent new beginning. Sorry, I'm getting my um, microphone a little bit better situated. I feel like it's kind of far away from me, but I've got a lot more resources. I typically, just so you know, like I should probably, I've, I've had people say, can you record your, record your podcast in video format? Well, Today, I actually am done up because I've got some coaching calls, but I normally am just like messy bun, no makeup, do it at random times, and all that to say, I typically have just one little sheet of notes, and I let the Holy Spirit flow, but because I'm using other people's resources, I've got like a plethora of books right in front of me, um, but Shavat Shavot is the month of silent new beginnings, and in the new year for trees, so and that's all I'm going to share on that. I will link some resources for you below, but I really want to spend the majority of this episode about Adar because so uh, in, a, in a previous episode when we transitioned into the new year got on God's calendar, uh, we're actually the month of Adar. It started in February, but it's twice this year because this is considered a leap year. And the cool part about that is, well, I didn't miss anything. I felt behind, but God's like, you're not behind. I'm just going to do it again for you. So the month of Adar actually stands for strength. And I love that because he wants us to end the year strong in his strength. And so the month of Adar is actually the last month in God's spiritual calendar. So just like you know how we have our calendar goes from January to December, right? And then we also have like these quarters, and then we have we have a couple different ways our calendar is mapped out. Same with God. And so there's a spiritual, and then there a calendar of his, and then there is the the other part of that. So all of that to say, God wants us to end our year strong. Adar actually stands. For strength. And he is encouraging you and me to end the year strong. In fact, I believe that some of us felt like we're behind in the month of February and March already started. We're the second day of the, the new month and we feel behind. God wants you to know you are not behind. You are right where he wants you. And he wants you to end this year strong. And so you've got another 30 some days to end this or 29 to end this year and this month and God's spiritual year strong. I hope that excites you because I know for me, there are times I feel behind. There are times I feel like I don't have enough time and God keeps speaking to me, Heather, you have more than enough time to do everything I have asked you to do. So what are you doing that I'm not asking you to do? And what are you focusing on that I'm not asking you to focus on? And so I hope that encourages you this um, this month. And so because this is a month of strength, it's also the blessing in this month is joy. And God wants to give you joy. In fact, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. It is a byproduct of what you're doing and what you're believing and what you're thinking and what you're speaking. So what are you believing? What are you speaking? What are you thinking we talk a lot about taking our thoughts captive. We look at the world right now and there is a lot going on. There's a lot of questions. There are, you know, with the, this war, there are a lot of things that mainstream media shows us versus what some of the things that, you know, I have been, God's opened my eyes to see that things aren't always as they seem. And we have a lot of questions. We're wondering, who can we trust? Well, I don't know if those are some of the questions you've been asking over the last few years. Who can I trust? Well, one, you can trust God. And he wants us to have joy in the midst of chaos, in the midst of war, in the midst of uncertainty, in the midst of what feels like lack and and not, right? As a businesswoman, we are constantly trying to figure out how can we take our business to the next level? How can we serve more people? How can we make more money? How can we grow a bigger following? How can we get the message that we have that the Lord has given us out into the world? And with that, oftentimes comes disappointment, comes frustration, comes overwhelm, comes, you know, really trying to figure it out and getting really, just anxious and man what gives what's wrong with me i've asked that question many times what's wrong why can't i just do it and or what's what is wrong with my is is am i doing something wrong right all that to say our outside circumstances and our internal ones we have the ability to choose joy because the joy of the lord is our strength and this is the month of strength and this is the month of joy. So I, I what I really loved about this and learning about the Hebrew months and God's calendar and correlating it to the season of life that I was in, I was noticing there were so many things that were lining up that I was experiencing and that and that the Lord was revealing to me in my own life. And so I love seeing how he ties back to scripture and we can see over time just like in our world how pretty much, you know, we associate spring with new birth, new growth, right? The, the the flowers coming about and the leaves coming and the grass and all new life. We associate winter with colder and dying and you know all that. So in that, we can see throughout scripture, God's calendar has this reoccurring message, this reoccurring theme. And so some of the stories that we can look at that I encourage you take some time to sit with the Lord, read through it and ask the Lord what he wants to reveal to you about this month. And so again, we are actually going to be able to experience the month of Adar all throughout this next month too, because it happens twice in this year because it's a leap year, and we add this month again. By the way, the holiday that we celebrate in this is Pur- Pur- Purim. I, uh, um, and i I've, I've heard someone say it. You know, in your head when you look at words and you say one way, but then you hear somebody else say it, and you're trying to recall like, well, how do they say it again? Purim is how I feel like she said it when I was listening, but I've always said Purim. So forgive me if I'm saying it wrong. Um, But that actually is celebrated in the second month of Adar when there's a leap year. So we didn't miss it. So if you want to celebrate this amazing holiday, this amazing time to remember what God has done, and this ties to the story of Esther, it's actually on March 15th. It's the 14th of the month. And because this is the second month we count it this month so all that to say the story of esther is a time that we can reflect and remember what did god do one of the things i love about esther is that god is not mentioned at all throughout scripture but god is at work oftentimes our life looks and sounds and feels a certain way and we don't always feel God's presence we don't always like we're not always talking about it right what's happening but God is always working when he's mentioned or he's not and so I just want you to know God is working on our behalf right now just like he was working on behalf of his children in the story of Esther God is working on his children's behalf and that's just not that's not just the United States friends like I think we get so Um, absorbed in our own situation and in our own story in our in our own circumstances what's going on this is all throughout and I've you know I see a lot of people posting online about the war and happening in Ukraine and Russia but listen God's children are all throughout the world and wars and rumors of wars have been forever In fact, we know that this is part of the last days, right? The last days, there's going to be wars and rumors of wars, but we are not to fear because God is working on our behalf, just like he was working on behalf of his children in the story of Esther. And so Esther is such an incredible story. If you are an entrepreneur, you probably, you know, you've heard this is, you were made for such a time as this. And that is so true. And Esther was made for such a time as that. And what she had to do in order to walk out the calling that God had on her life so that she could make an impact and literally impact future generations to come was that she had to reveal her identity to the king. How many of us are confused about our identity in Christ? And perhaps even on social media, we are hiding our identity because we don't want to offend people or we don't want to say the wrong thing or maybe we feel like we're not holy enough or christian enough or we don't know enough bible verses to come out and say i'm a believer i'm a child of god or we just really don't know how to say it without coming across as like preachy and weird i want to encourage you if that is you i want to invite you to business tribute camp it is happening march 14th through the 18th and i want to share with you the story of how my business went from simply to make money and to get me to stay home with my baby to getting me to share the gospel with the world and helping lead women to Jesus and back to Jesus. And so I want to share that with you. And I have a ton, five days jam-packed full of literally business changing tools, tips, resources, mindset, breakthroughs, strategies, all these things that have changed my life. So if you are uh, feel like it's awkward or weird or uncomfortable to share your identity as a believer and be bold as a businesswoman, I want to invite you to Business Tribute Camp. It is happening, like I said, March 14th through the 18th. You can sign up. I'll leave the link in the show notes. But that is so much of what Esther was called to do in this month. She had to reveal her identity to the king in order to say, hey, wait, Haman's got some bad plans and he is plotting against my people. And Esther had favor in the sight of the king. Esther had favor in the sight of the people. You have favor with the king of kings and the lord of lords and the creator of the universe. I literally just made a post about this today. Favor ain't fair. I had somebody comment on a YouTube video of mine once when I was sharing about my, you know, eight-figure business, how it was exploding overnight. and I really couldn't even wrap my head around it and how all this success that i was seeing like everyone kept asking what are you doing what are you doing and yes i had to give god my yes yes i had to show up and yes i i i had to say yes and show up it wasn't it's not just a genie waiting to just you know give us all of our dreams he wants our yes and he wants our heart and once i'd given that to him and i took this huge leap of faith to start this new business it was like it exploded overnight people wanted to know what i was doing People want a tangible step-by-step, how are you doing this? Because I want to do it. And oftentimes as entrepreneurs, we are like that. We want a step-by-step plan in order to follow it so that we are guaranteed success. And let me just say, it's all rooted in control. It's all rooted in, you know, this control of if I can control the outcome, if I follow this, this, and this, I can control the outcome. Well, guess what? Guess how Esther got her plan? She fasted. And she called the people to fast. Fast. This is something that God has opened my eyes to over the last couple of years that I want to continue to share with you. In fact, I have a guest episode coming up soon with a a friend, a new internet friend of mine, and we get into a little bit of fasting. Fasting should be part of your life. Jesus didn't say, if you fast. Jesus said, when you fast. How did Esther get the supernatural strategy of what she was going to do? She fasted and she prayed. So I want to encourage you, if you are a believer and you are an entrepreneur and maybe you're seeking questions and you're seeking answers and or, I don't know, maybe you're just going through warfare or you're having whatever, fasting is such a supernatural strategy that we can do that gives us a, a lot of different things, right? It, it's dying to our flesh. If you've been part of any of my masterclasses on the Made to Flow Academy, you know that we are three parts. We are body flesh, right? We are soul, which is where our mind, our will, and our emotions are stored, and we are spirit. And God calls us to be spirit-led, but oftentimes we follow our flesh and our soul. Fasting is being led by the spirit, because that's where we get the supernatural. That's where we get wisdom from. That's where we can die to the things that we want in our flesh and or that maybe make logical sense to us. And we can operate in wisdom. One of the keys of flow, forget logic, operate in wisdom, follow the Lord over the world. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So when we know that God is for us, who can be against us? These are truths we have to have written into our hearts and into our subconscious so that when we go to make decisions and do things, we're operating from a place of truth as our identity in Christ. And that's so much of what Esther was able to do because what happened? Well, Haman had this horrible plan to hang the, the, the Israelites on the gallows and this was the month that the curse was reversed. And prophetically, I believe that this is the month the curse is being reversed. The curse that is over our nation, the curse that is over God's children, the curse that is over your family, the curse that is over your business, the curse, maybe they were word curses, maybe they were your own, maybe maybe they're just the enemy and, and maybe it's witchcraft. Maybe Something has come against the kingdom of darkness does not want you or God's children of any kind and God's plans to succeed. But we know that Jesus already won. So we can have joy in the midst of war. We can have joy in the midst of uncertainty. We can have strength, not in our own, but in Christ, because we can do all things through him who gives us strength. This is part of our identity in Christ. And so it might look, feel, sound uncomfortable and weird. But as children of God, this is the month the rever- the, ver- the curse is reversed. Say that 10 times fast because God is so good. And he has a plan and he doesn't want us to be fearful of anything other than the fear of the Lord. And it's a reverent fear. It's not, you know, he's an angry God sitting on the throne, shaking his fist at us. No, he loves us so much that he sent his son to die for us. So this is the month the curse was reversed. This is the month of story that Esther fasted. She prayed and she revealed her true identity This is also the month, that the. this is the last month the Israelites spent in Egypt before crossing the Red Sea. I think this is so important. Some of you, some of you, hello, me, I'm like tapping on my shoulder. Some of you, like me, have been wandering in an Egypt feeling like, you know, God, I know you have promised better. I know you have promised this land flowing with milk and honey, but I don't see it. I don't smell it. I don't taste it yet. I don't feel it. This is the month that the Israelites spent in Egypt before crossing the Red Sea. There will be a Red Sea moment in your life and it's going to, God's going to show up in incredible ways that won't make sense. But that's the God that we serve. He doesn't He's. He doesn't operate. His ways are higher than ours. His thoughts are higher than ours, right? He does not really a logical God he doesn't need to make sense to us so I want to encourage you whatever your life looks like whatever your business whatever your family situation your finances your health whatever it is live above the noise live above the noise to have heavenly lenses to see what God is doing and hear what God is doing and drown out the noise so many entrepreneurs believe they cannot slow down they can't slow down Because they might miss out on something. It's that FOMO. But there is joy when we miss out on what the world has to offer us and what the world is saying. I want to encourage you to protect your eye gates, your ear gates, and your mouth gate. Protect those gates. It's so important because what you allow in is going to naturally go out in some other way. This is also the month of Adar that the temple was completed you are a temple your body is a temple of the holy spirit and so is your temple clean is it healthy is it strong is it a place that you would want the holy spirit to reside so last and not um i love this too is this is also if we look at the bible and we can see in this season throughout scripture another story that's tied to the month of the adar is when jesus told peter to get the coin out of the fish's mouth supernatural provision for the taxes. I love this because hello, it's tax season. And if you are an entrepreneur, I don't know about you, but I like despise tax season. In fact, the year that I lost uh, the eight figure business, uh, literally like a couple months later, I got a a nice letter from the IRS saying that I owed 20 some thousand dollars for two years prior. Uh, it was a, a mess up. My CPA made a mistake and didn't, uh, I gave him the papers, but he did not account for a large portion of income that we had made via one of the channels we, um, PayPal and I got taxed for it like A month or two after (laughs) I lost everything. Talk about supernatural provision. Can I just tell you that this is my testimony because this is how God works, right? It's by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So I'm going to share this testimony with you. And I'll just add on to this story too. I don't even think I've shared this on the the podcast before. But literally after we got that 20, I forget exactly what it was because we went back and forth with with the IRS and all this to like make sure that, oh my gosh, how could this have happened? Literally a couple days later, I got a $10,000 bill from the hospital saying that our insurance covered all the, this is for our third baby, um, when I delivered for labor and delivery, they, they covered all the hospital visits, but they didn't cover labor and delivery. Talk about like a low blow. Not only did I lose a business, I was accused of something I didn't do, lost it all. Wasn't, you know, decided not to go the attorney route. Cause I just wanted to like walk away from the drama and the craziness and, you know, just to heal. And not only that, but then I got a $27,000 bill from the IRS and then a few days later, literally $10,000 bill from a hospital. God is so good. God is so good. He worked out every single one of those details and had supernatural provision to provide for our family. And I just am so grateful for the ways that God has showed me that he doesn't always make logical sense. And even when the darkness looks super dark, like Esther was thinking, this looks really bad. She knew she had to do something. So she prayed and she fasted and she trusted and she believed in God and who he was and his promises I love as I'm reading throughout this chronological Bible in the year, he just says, I am the God who brought you out of Egypt, the, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. Like we have to remember that. That is the same God that we serve today. So this is also the month that God gave supernatural provision to Peter and said, go open the mouth of the fish. There's your money. It's right there. So I don't know who has financial issues right now. I think that's one of the biggest things the enemy comes against finances, right? Um, and that's actually something we'll also be talking about in Business Reboot Camp: five reasons why believers are not making more money. Some of the main common things that I have seen come against believers. So, I hope you join me for Business Reboot Camp. I hope you invite all your um your entrepreneurial friends. It's going to be a good time. And so, as a reminder, this is the month of strength. This is the month of joy, and the joy of the Lord is our strength. If you want to celebrate Purim this, when the masks were taken off. Um, In fact, they actually celebrate that by kind of looking like a, kind of like, I don't want to equate it to Halloween, but you think you know, people dress up for Halloween. Well, for the month of Purim to celebrate this, they often will wear masks and they remove their masks to celebrate their true identity in Christ. So what mask are you wearing that God wants you to remove to say that I am a child of God? What are the I am statements you're speaking over yourself? I hope they are rooted in biblical truths and that they are written so deeply into your heart and your subconscious that you operate from that place. And like I said, it's one thing to say, yeah, I'm a child of God. It's another thing to act like it, to live like it, to talk like it, to walk like it. So I'm praying that this is the month that you... remove the masks that you have been wearing whatever lie the enemy has put over you spoken over you whether it was from childhood or from a trauma or from something that you remove the mask and the lie of the enemy and you replace it with god's truth let me see what else to say this is a joyous month it's the ending so just like we end new year's with a hoorah maybe some of you feel behind because you're like you know what Um, January just got off to a rocky start. Maybe even February was a rocky start for you. It was for me, January. And I know a lot of people are like, you know, do over, do over. Well, guess what? On God's calendar, we do get a do over and we get a fresh new start next month. And I can't wait for you to dive into that and to ask the Lord more of what he's sharing with you. So I'll probably drip a little bit of that stuff in some future episodes. But like I said, I'm kind of passing the torch back to The professionals, the ones that like this is their life ministry, this is their story, this is what they do, they share about God's Hebrew. Um, calendar. And so some of my favorite resources to shout out Christine Ballas. She has incredible teachings. She, they're called Chalkboard Teachings. I'll link them below. Um, I love all the authors from Healing in the Hebrew Months. They have a series of books. They have a Facebook community. They also, um, ha- there's such a different twist. Each one of their books, I started with one and then I end up buying all of them. They, each of them just have a different way of sharing the Hebrew months. And it's really cool um, to to see that. And and then I do like following Rabbi Jason Sobel. He has a ministry and he does a lot of awesome teachings. He's got a lot of resources. So if this interests you and you're like, oh my goodness, I need to find more about this. um, I just encourage you. They all have resources. They all have journals and calendars and books and just different things each of them have that can help you go deeper with the Lord. But I just want to encourage you, you know, Holy Spirit is our best teacher. He's our best coach. He's our best mentor. He's our best counselor. And yes, God can use people like me to do a podcast to kind of just open your eyes a little bit and God can use people like the ones I have mentioned to open your eyes even deeper. The Holy Spirit wants to take you on a journey so that you and God are so in sync with each other that you are living the life and his will for you so I pray that this episode blessed you I thank you for allowing me to share over the last couple of years and again making this kind of part of the episodes I think I'm going to um, invite some of these people to come to the podcast so I would love that I've already talked to a few of them about it but working out the details on that so I'm going to um, hopefully get them on here to share some more stuff with you guys but I pray that this blesses you and I pray that this month of Adar is a is a month of joy and a month of strength So get rooted in his word and spend some time with him so that he can show you just how joyful you can be as a child of his. So Father, we thank you. We thank you for your time. We thank you for your calendar. We thank you for your being in every little detail. So Father, I thank you for opening my eyes to this. I thank you for using... A coach of mine to open my eyes to this and I thank you for continuing to pour into people like the authors of Healing in the Hebrew Months and Christine Vallis and uh, Rabbi Jason Sobel that they are able to pour out to us and so Lord I just thank you for who you are. I thank you for your divine timing and I thank you that this is a month of joy and strength and that you are our joy and you are our strength. So God we give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen.